Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. God bless you. Um, This is our second Monday of the new year, and we are still excited about what God is doing. Um, This is Availing Ministries uh, Ignite Prayer Call, and I am your humble servant, um, Prophetess Latasha Pratt. Um, Here excited. Um, about what God is about to do and say on this call, excited about the prayer focus. I want to say welcome to everyone that has joined us this morning. God bless you and thank you uh, for supporting us um, consistently. Uh, So bless you. May heaven smile upon you to everybody that will be joining us Via the replay, God bless you. We honor the Lord for you. Let's get right into this um, because this is a good one today. Um, The prayer focus this morning is entitled The Voice of the Lord. And I always marvel at how appropriate um, the teachings that he gives me are for our time and for today. Um, the word never goes out of style, and that I'm excited about that. So um, our verse of scripture this morning is coming from Psalm 29, the th- third through the ninth verse. No, we're gonna we'll, we'll read the three through the the ninth verses, but I'll teach from the first and second first because that's vital. So um, 3 through 9 reads, that's Psalm 29, 3rd through the ninth verses, and we're reading from the Amplified Version. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yes, the Lord breaks in pieces the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon skip like a calf, and Syrian, which is Mount Hermon, like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord rakes flames of fire, which is lightning. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the doe labor and give birth and strips the forest bare. And in his temple, all are saying glory. Okay, um, once again, I'm very excited about this because um, even in studying and in prayer, the Lord opened up this passage of scripture for me, and I really got to see him. Um, in another light, in a way that I haven't seen him before. And that's a, it's an amazing thing when God gives you insight um, into who he is through these kinds of passages. So let's get underway with this teaching. Now, um, like I said, I'm going to start teaching from 1 and 2. And one and two, verses 1 and 2 speak of what we should be giving to God. All right, so let me just um, iterate right quick. Here it says, one says, ascribe to the Lord, O sons of the mighty. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Second verse, ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty and majesty of his holiness as the creator and source 
of holiness. Why is why are one and two important for us to start with before we get to, you know, um, the might and power of the voice of the Lord? Because here, um, and this particular psalm is actually entitled "The Voice of the Lord in the Storm." And how many of you, I I immediately quickened because we are definitely enduring and going through um, some life storms. And I'm pretty sure everybody under the sound of my voice either um, is in the middle of a storm, has just come out of a storm, or is about to go into one. And I'm talking about spiritual and the storms of life. And I think in some regions um, are actually having storms uh, back-to-back. So um, this is such an appropriate scripture. And like I said, God gave me some insight into who he is in another way. So verse 1 and 2 speaks of what we should be giving to God. Um, And that refers to worship, okay? Let's not um, start yawning because, you know, we know everybody talks about worship in the way that we talk about worship. But we're going to look at worship um, in a different manner. This particular, um, the reason why one and two are important, because in this particular passage, as David, like I said, who was literally in the middle of a physical storm, the Lord opened um, this up to him, and right out of the the gate, you know, when we're in the middle of a storm, it's it's really um, we're in a case we're in a state of emergency. Normally, you know, things are coming, uh, we're losing things, um, the impact is um, kind of scary, all of those things. So we feel like we're in a state of emergency or a state of survival when storms hit our lives. But watch what David says here. He said. Um, we all uh, that this applies not only to our spiritual, uh, physical storms, but spiritual forms, storms. So, in David's opening statement, <laughs> whew, he says, "In the middle of a storm, while you are in a state of emergency, and and of course, we're we're asking God for help. But before we get to the part place where we begin to ask Him for help." the first thing we need to do is give God worship in the midst of the storm. We are challenged. He's challenging us here um, to give God worship. Um, And this this opening statement is profound um, because we know that storms can refer to our day-to-day challenges, um, and storms can refer to uh, things that warfare brings to our lives, especially those of us who are um, doggedly committed to the assignments um, that God is giving us. And it's just in life when he's called you to do certain things um, and make certain impacts in certain areas, we're always going to be facing um, adversity um, and storm. So this is a very profound opening statement um, because regardless of the type of storm you may be in, the first thing God wants from us is worship. And that's the last thing that's on our mind when we're going through. But this is the first thing he wants from us. Okay. Now here David refers to in one and two, the sons of the mighty. And the sons of the mighty are those with position, power, 
influence, and authority. So basically the leadership in the kingdom, um, uh, he's calling here for the leadership um, to lay down their crowns. Um, But here the Lord is saying, lay your crown down, cast down your title your position, your vestments, all of that stuff. Lay it down at his feet. This is the picture of true worship and submission, submission, um, when we lay down who we think we are. Uh, And this is a call to all of us from the pulpit to the parking lot. God is calling all of us to become servants through worship. Uh, Lots of times when we hear these type of mandates, we believe it for someone else. And honestly, a lot of leaders will, will be like, y'all lay down, y'all worship. But really, the example of worship starts with leadership. And this is who David is um, directing this mandate to at this time, right? So, But this is for everyone, like I said, from the pulpit to the parking lot. Strip yourselves of your glory, your honor, your crown, your position, your power, and lay it at his feet. In the midst of your storm, submit yourself to worship. And here um, in 1 and 2, the word ascribe here means to give recognition to the glory that is due to his name, to acknowledge the glory that is due to his name. And let's be clear, we're still talking about what we're doing in the middle of the storm. Um, let's be clear, God doesn't need anything from us. And actually, here is where we acknowledge his power, acknowledge his strength, acknowledge his authority, dominion, and his majesty. And um, so here we are, um, right, giving ourselves and our service, not only ourselves, but our service. Lay down your greatness in worship. This is before we ask him for anything, and it's a particular reason for this, right? Now, one of the reasons, um, David, and I believe this to be the truth, initial address was to kings and princes in the kingdom is because it's hard for those sometimes in authority to humble themselves when um, there is uh, another authority in the space, right? Um, It's sometimes it's hard to humble our posture because of our place, because of our um, position, because of our title. Um, And it's hard to humble yourself and posture yourself and acquiesce to God's authority, right? Um, But especially in this hour, um, as God is moving and speaking, um, we want to see a move of God. And the example begins with our leadership. And the first thing we got to do um, as examples is allow the congregation to see us submitted in worship, see us throw away, see us remember that our righteousness is as filthy rags, um, and lay it all at his feet. Right, because we want to see a move of God, especially in these storms of life. So verse one and two instructs us to worship. Right? Now verses three through nine, he tells us what happens when we worship. 
It's going to be worth it all, right? So firstly, it identifies the voice of the Lord, verse 3, upon the waters, which here is represented in thunder. We know that the voice of the Lord has been represented in many ways, but specifically here it is represented as thunder because of the strength and impact of the storm. So God is going to come, um, and his presence is coming with just as much of an impact to show that in his presence is more powerful in the form of thunder, more powerful and more impactful um, in the midst of the storm. So he speaks as thunder to our storms when we worship. Verse 4 refers to his irresistible power, which means everything has to line up with his word, whether it wants to or not. So watch this now. First, he talks to us in one and two and calls us into submission, calls us to humble ourselves and posture ourselves and acknowledge the power and the glory of God. Then next here it says, when his when he's present, his power is irresistible, which means everything has to line up with his word, whether it wants to or not. Then he calls those elements and those things that are um, uh, 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 scaring us and um, causing turmoil and, uh, through our storm. He causes the elements into submission, right? The elements cannot resist. They cannot help but to honor, to obey, and to line up with the power and authority of God. Uh, uh, I'm too excited. Verse 5, the voice of the Lord breaks cedars. Cedars are strong trees, um, the strongest in the land, the scripture says. And these cedars represent strongholds. Now, see, here we are. Remember, we in the midst of the storm. All the things, these things are going on. He tells us to worship. We submit and worship, and he begins to move um, in the middle of our storm accordingly. So he wants to go now after the cedars. The cedars represent strongholds. Strongholds are harmful thought patterns and arrogant attitudes. Um Emotional strongholds are um, doubt, rejection, poor self-esteem, pride, stubbornness, and having a victim mentality and a defeated attitude or having self-defeating thoughts. Because remember, when you're in the middle of a storm and your whole world is being shaken up, like it's, there are a lot of things that go through your mind, and you run the gambit of the emotions, the ups and the, the highs and the lows of your emotion. And here God is bringing all of that under subjection um, through his voice when he speaks, right? The scripture says he tears down the cedars, which means um, these strongholds in your mind, these strongholds in your life. Um, he tears down the strongholds in our lives with his thunderous uh, voice. So here, um, and then let's take it a little further. Verses 5, 6, and 7 make a reference to we're gonna, uh, the names that they're throwing out here. He gave me the significance of these names. The verses 5, 6, and 7 make a reference to Lebanon and Mount Hermon, which are the places that warred against Israel. Lord have mercy. 
Um, so here, look, first he says, I want you guys to worship in the middle. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care if the waters um, look like they're about to overtake you. I don't care if the wind is blowing and it looks like it's about to knock life out of you. I don't care if it looks like it's about shake to shake everything in your life apart. First thing I want you to do is worship. First thing I want you to do is be an example um, of submission because this is what I'm going to do to those elements in your life that are coming against you. I'm going to call them under subjection, right? Um, So here he's saying um, not only am I going to do that with your strongholds, now the next verse refers to your enemies. Um, Those places that he mentioned in the verses 5, 6, and 7 are actually places that warred against Israel, where nations warred and fought against Israel. Um, These were Israel's enemies. Um, So these are our enemies, right? So he's coming to scatter, to conquer, and to destroy our enemies. Um, He's getting us victory as he proclaims, as the voice of the Lord comes as thunder in our storm. He is going to scatter our enemies. He's going to conquer, give us victory over our enemies um, that war against us. And our enemies, it could be a hater, it could be a sickness, um, anything, demonic forces, um, demonic and otherwise, anything that will come to war against us. Um, He is coming to scatter and give us victory in the midst of the storm. All of this is taking place in the midst of the storm. We're not out of the storm yet. We are in the midst of the storm, and this is what happens when we worship him. Um, the voice of the Lord scatters the flames. Remember, we're still in 5, 6, and 7. Um, so let's look at this picture. I like imagery. I like to envision. Um, when we, when, okay, now remember, whenever we speak words, literally, think about this. When we speak words, our words, of course, are accompanied with breath because our breath um, is what pushes our words out. Um, so the breath is the force behind the word. The breath is um, what pushes the words out. And now think about this. The Holy Spirit is also referred to as the breath, as um, God's breath. So here the Holy Spirit, as he speaks to our storm. The Holy Spirit is also released and emitted as the breath of the Lord and accompanies his word, accompanies this thunder. Um, And um, as the, the voice of the Lord goes forth, the Holy Spirit scatters the fiery flames of our enemies. The flames here um, represent trial, tribulation, and it also represents fiery darts um, that are sent our way because uh, uh, especially these days, those word curses and things, um, if we allow it to take root, can really do damage in our lives. So here comes the Holy, the Holy Ghost and um, uh, in, in accompaniment to the voice of the Lord. Um, and our, like I said, those flames are word curses um, uh, in, the fl- in the breath of the Lord. The Holy Ghost quenches those flames, causes them to fizzle out and to die. Um, those flames could be lies, uh, word curses, rumors, negative seed. All of those things, um, the Holy Spirit comes to quench and bring death, uh, immediate death to those things by the thunderous voice of the Lord. I'm excited. I'm getting too excited. I got to calm down. Verse 9. Um, let's go to verse 9. Let me read that for you. 
and uh, we'll be praying uh, very soon after this. Um, it says here that the voice of the Lord, this is why I'm excited. The voice of the Lord makes the doe labor and give birth and strips the forest bare. And in his temple, all are saying, glory. Why am I excited about that? Because God showed me something here. And um, a lot of the times, you know, especially these day and age, we are very goal-driven in these days. You know, we're all, we're all, everybody's out there trying to get the quote-unquote bad. We, we in a whole uh, rat race trying to make stuff happen, establish stuff. Um, and um, what happens with us in the way our, we're, we're set up is the first thing when we're doing, if you're a planner like me, oh, i got to get these things in order, finances, situations, all of these things have to line up the way we, we think before we can release these things. But here the Lord showed me something in verse 9, right? Um, so when we're in the middle of a storm, we're really not trying to, uh, we, we're trying to get ourselves stabilized um, before we establish, <laughs> all right? So come on, here it says, um, he caused us to bring to birth sooner. Verse 9, he says he causes the, the calf um to labor and to give birth. Remember, we're in the middle of a storm. So to labor and to give birth. Um, so this means he's, he causes us to bring to birth sooner or promote, he's promoting an accelerated birth um, before the due date. So anybody here in the side of my voice who is, has been carrying something and you have not been able to release, and the warfare has been great because we know the enemy knows, too, that God has given you something to release. Look at verse 9 um, here. He's talking about bringing us to an accelerated and to promote an accelerated birth. So for those who have been struggling to release, and struggling and pushing this out, um, releasing this vision, this goal, um, this idea, this concept, this business, this ministry. Um, if you've been struggling and pushing these things out, um, that which God has given you to do, you've been carrying something, but you have not been able to release because you haven't had the strength to push. Now, here comes God telling you to worship through all that you're going through. And he's going to come with a, his, the voice of thunder in your storm um, and a jump start, <laughs> quicken you and strengthen your ability to push um, and to execute. Um, he's going to jump start your release. Um, so the last part of the scripture says, he shakes the forest bear. Now, those who are, um, I want to stay right there for a second because that's gripping me. He gives you, he jump starts your release and causes you to push forward. So instead of you waiting until your situation is conducive to a release, he said in order for you to push, he said you got to come and worship. And then I'm going to jump 
start your push. I'm going to cause you to release. Um, so if that if you haven't crying out for an answer, this is your answer. Let me move because I got to get to prayer. Um, the last part of this verse says, he shakes the forest bare, which means he uncovers that which is hidden, uh, which means he ex- is exposing um, and making us aware of Satan's least device. He's exposing every hidden enemy. He's exposing every trap, and he's exposing every conspiracy. So here, right before we go into prayer, let's recap a little bit. Um, in, the, in, in the middle of a storm, instead of panicking or complaining, he tells us let's worship. Um, he also gives it to our leadership in this day and age. If you are a leader, it is important for you to walk as an example um, before the people on how to walk this storms out. So he said, lay your glory, submit your position, your influence, your power, your authority. Um, in worship, submit yourself in service and watch me move. And as he moves, as his voice thunders in your storm. Um, He is going to tear down strongholds in your life. He's going to give us victory over our enemies. He's going to uh, push us out, cause accelerated births to come forth. Hallelujah. And he's going to expose every trap and conspiracy um, of the enemy. So here, that's why um, our prayer focus this morning is entitled The Voice of the Lord, specifically in our storm. So now let us pray. We're ready to pray. Let us pray. Father, we give you honor. We give you glory. We give you praise. Hallelujah. We thank you after the presence of God right now. God, we thank you um, for your amazing, amazing word. We thank you for insight. We thank you for your presence that stays with us. We thank you for your presence because you never left us in your promise. You never leave us. Hallelujah. You will never leave us or forsake us. Hallelujah. So we, we're grateful this morning. We're grateful for the breath that you put in our body. We're grateful for life this morning. Grateful that you allowed us to see a magnificent new year. We are excited about your move. We are excited about you, God. We magnify you um, in your glory. We acknowledge and recognize your power, your authority, and your glory. Oh, God, we humble ourselves in your presence this morning. We ask for forgiveness for anything that we have done or said that's outside of your way, outside of your will, outside of your word, outside of your plan. Anything that we have done that may uh, misrepresent your character, forgive us, O oh God, creating us a clean heart, renewing us a right spirit, wash us with hyssop that we might be clean, that we might stand worthy um, before you, God, because we're a people who desire to do what you have called us to do, to be who you have called us to be. But holy God, we cannot do this without you. So for this reason, we are looking to the hills from whence cometh to our help. We know that all of our help comes from the Lord. Hallelujah. And we are grateful for the insight you've given us um, in our prayer focus this morning concerning your thunderous voice um, in the midst of 
our storm. So, God, as we humble ourselves, we lay down everything we think we are. We lay down our crowns. We lay, we lay down our titles, our positions, oh, God. We know that we are nothing without you. Hallelujah. We submit ourselves and worship even in the midst of the storm, even when all of these things are going on, even if our world is being shaken, even though it seems like the word is about to overtake us. We are not going to complain about the storm. We are not going to magnify our storm, oh God, but we proclaim the power of the most high God. We acknowledge your power. We acknowledge your glory. We acknowledge your strength. We acknowledge your dominion, holy God. We recognize your majesty and your authority, even in this God, we boast of your goodness. We boast of your glory and your power. You said in your word, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. God, we make our boast in you regardless of what's going on around us. We magnify you above it all. We give you our worship and we give you our service, God. We release it all to you, oh God. We know that our righteousness is as a filthy rag. Hallelujah. We know that in the midst of our storms, you will speak with the voice of thunder. Hallelujah. As we worship you, glory to God, you inhabit, hallelujah, the praises of your people, holy God. You take a strategic position in our storm. Hallelujah. You cause the waters of our storm to back up as we worship in the middle of our storm. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And we pray for those this morning who feel stifled, who feel muffled. We pray for those who feel overwhelmed, holy God, in the midst of this storm. Hallelujah. As you speak with the voice of thunder and you cause this this storm to receive. You cause those waters that seem to over about to overtake us to back up, holy God. Thank you, Jesus, as we worship you in the middle of this storm. Your word says that when our soul is overwhelmed, that we run to the rock that is higher than I. Hallelujah. This is what happens when we worship. We thank you for tearing down strongholds, the strongholds in our lives. We thank you for tearing down those negative thoughts, those uh, arrogant attitudes, hallelujah, those self-destructive thoughts. We thank you for tearing down low self-esteem, tearing down poor value of ourselves. God, we thank you for tearing down doubt in the name of Jesus, for tearing down every stronghold, hallelujah, for yanking them down with your voice of thunder. We thank you, God, in the midst of our storm as we worship that you've given us victory over our enemies, hallelujah, that you've uncovered every hidden thing, every hidden trap in the name of Jesus, that you have made us aware of Satan's least device, holy God. Every conspiracy, any fourth God that comes to derail us or to steal your plan for our lives. You have given us victory in every area. We thank you, God, that as we worship, that your voice of thunder, which is coming, accompanied by the power of the Holy Ghost, that it scatters and it quenches fiery darts. Hallelujah, that you are a consuming fire, and a consuming fire will consume the fiery furnace of our 
lives. The consuming fire will consume and quench those fiery dots that come, Lord God, to knock us off our game. We glorify you as the voice of thunder. We recognize your power. Thank you, Lord, in the midst of our storm. We stand in the gap for those struggling to bring forth. Hallelujah. We declare that we will have storm babies. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're going to have babies in the storm. We're going to have release in the storm, Accelerate, accelerated and multiple births. In the midst of a storm, hallelujah, we're gonna, men are going to marvel at your people that are bringing forth, that are, are establishing, hallelujah, accelerated and multiple births, hallelujah, will be jump-started. We don't have to wait till the battle is over. We can shout now. We don't have to wait till the storm is passed to establish, to release, hallelujah, to build, Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're grateful for accelerated births right in the midst of the storm um, that are going to take place even in our storms. We call forth those businesses, those ideas, those inventions, copyrights, ministries, ways out of no ways, doors opened, opportunities. Holy God, even though the situation doesn't look conducive to bringing forth even though it doesn't look conducive, hallelujah, to birthing, even though it doesn't look conducive to release, hallelujah, we know we don't have to wait until the storm has passed to bring it to birth. We thank you, hallelujah, glory to God. We don't have to wait until we have all the money, hallelujah. We don't have to wait until all the resources are lined up to bring to birth. We thank you that you are jump-starting uh, our release this morning, glory to God. Encourage your people this morning that all we got to do is worship. All we got to do is lay ourselves at your feet. Thank you, Jesus. All we got to do is submit who we think we are and what we think we have. Hallelujah. And come, Lord God, in a humble posture and watch you move in our storm. Hallelujah. As long as we hunker down. Thank you, God. And worship, when we're prostrate in worship, your voice of thunder will jumpstart every rebirth. Your, your voice of thunder will bring us victory on every hand. Hallelujah. Your voice of thunder, holy God. Glory to God. will tear down every stronghold in uh, our lives, Lord God, and make our crooked path straight. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Your voice of thunder will give us victory in every area. So this morning, God, we magnify you. We glorify you. We thank you even for the storm because you used that opportunity to show us your glory and your might. Holy God, we thank you for your voice that commands everything to come under subjection, hallelujah, that your presence and your power, hallelujah, is more impactful than our storm, any damage that a storm can cause. Glory to God. And we thank you that even in the midst of our storm, you are yet with us, yet moving, yet blessing, hallelujah, yet covering, yet keeping, hallelujah, with your mighty, mighty voice, hallelujah, with your voice of thunder. And we are grateful this morning, oh God. We glorify you and we magnify you. Hallelujah. Amen. And amen. Right where you are, you should be worshiping. You should be giving glory unto God. Hallelujah. Because that is our first order of business, regardless 
of what we're going through and watch God as you worship, make a move in your life. Watch God give you victory. Watch God lift the burden. Hallelujah. Watch God make your crooked way straight. So once again, God bless you all. Thank you all who have joined us. Thank you who con- for those who continue to support this ministry. God bless you. Remember not to complain about your storm and not to magnify your storm. Remember to go and worship, look to the hills from which cometh your help, and watch God move. God bless you, and have an amazing day.